You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Um, I, I say this every single time, right? But what I say, like, I've got a friend on the podcast today, which I do. But it's really funny because they, sometimes they don't go out in the order that I've recorded them. <laughs> so it's like, I may feel like I've recorded with four friends in a row. But in reality, when you listen to it, it's like, there's gaps, right? So anyway, for everyone listening, I do have a friend on the podcast. And I'm this one actually is going to go out tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. Um, Christina Chikaraski is on the podcast. So... With that last name, you're definitely not... Family's not from here, are they? <laughs> well, my husband is Polish. Yeah. Yeah, so um, he would be, I guess, uh, second generation. His grandparents came over literally on the boat. I love that. Yeah. I love those The stories. Polish boat. The Polish, yeah. <laughs> right, because, like, there's so many, like... I mean, I came over because I came to college, but when you look, like, there's so many different nationalities that, that actually came over because like there was a huge opportunity we're going to jump on a boat we're going to do it yeah and it was like their grandparents or whatever took that risk yeah. and back then it was the only thing it was like stay here where the weather sucks and my you know my like leaders would hate me uh or go to america yes persecution will definitely get you to move the country yeah, yeah. so how do you guys meet um we actually worked at oklahoma city university together oh, um yes i'm an oc go grad stars. go stars yeah. that's right um tim works in it so mm-hmm. um he came to update my java and just never left yeah yeah really yeah. that's hilarious <laughs> okay that's, we should probably just continue this and go on a date i really like I think I wowed him with my Doctor Who knowledge, honestly. And then um, it was really funny because my best friend at the time, we worked together at OCU. Mm -hmm. She's also an OCU alum. Um, I came in from like being out of the office and she was like, I met your future husband. (laughs) And I was like, oh, whatever. She would always deal with rando transfer students and had these like horrible nightmarish stories. And I'm like, oh, where did he, where did this one come from? from? And she's like, no, seriously, whenever you get married, I want to be your matron of honor. And she was two and a half years later who, who was, was uh, Tim. No, no, no. Who was Oh, the my woman? best friend, yeah. Kendall, Kendall Ellickson okay. is my best friend, my ride or die. So you said Doctor Who. Who's your favorite Doctor Who? Oh, Matt Smith. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's kind of cheeky. Yeah? Yeah. David Tennant was mine. Well, yeah, that's, I think Tim's favorite is yeah. David Tennant. And Just because the accent. <laughs> He's, He's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. too. I mean, they all How did it. you feel about Peter Capaldi? Uh, was he before or after David? He was after Matt. He was before Jody. He was the 12th. I think it's the I number. Mean, I can't picture his face. He's what do you the old like? Scottish dude. Oh, I actually like him. Yeah. Yeah, because he played on a, he was on a, t, uh, a police TV show back in the day. And he was the he was dad pretty, on Skins. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I kind of liked him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know. He was so, like, unhappy. <laughs> they all, yeah, for the most part, right? Like, they're all just like, oh, great, Daleks or this whatever again. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Because they shot a lot of that in Wales. Yeah. A lot of it shot in Wales. And then there was like a spin-off called, um, oh, what was Torchwood? It was a spin-off the BBC did that was also shot in, like down by the beach and stuff like that. And it was awesome to see. Yeah. And there's a guy, um, There was a, there's a company back home that makes obviously all the Dalek stuff, but they'd make a bunch of other cool stuff as well. But uh, th- this company had like in their warehouse one that they just never used so you have this like six foot five like real real life size oh Dalek just in the corner in their office just it's like, terrifying no, it's awful. Um, but there was some great like the Christmas special I remind I think was it Kylie Minogue was on like a Christmas special oh one yeah there. a long time ago and then her name is not Catherine Tate it might be is it no, she played her. One of her actor names is Catherine Taylor. I can't remember what her name is, but she was on one. She's hilarious. She's also in The Office as well. Um, but yeah, Doctor Who. That's yeah. There's so many good TV shows. There are. Um, so you went to OCU. I did. Um, I guess back up a little bit. Where'd you go to high school? I grew up in Cleveland, Oklahoma. Middle of nowhere. New middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a thriving metropolis of about. 3,300 people. Mm-hmm. It hasn't changed much since I left, except for they now have a McDonald's, so they yeah. have some Wi-Fi in okay. town, which is nice. Um, yeah, I graduated high school in 2003, came to OCU, and just never left Oklahoma yeah. City. Why OCU? Um, I was a religion major, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Grew up Methodist, and the Methodist church paid for my education, sure. so I came to OCU. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't. I had friend, a lot of friends who played golf at OCU, and we'd yeah. always go over there, and they'd be like, yeah, we're going to be in this building and this building. I'm like, 
this place a religious place? Because when you go there and you hang out and everyone's having a great time, yeah. you do not think that it's a religious yeah. college, do you? No, I it's, went, I'm I not mean, religious, but, not like, really. yeah. but I went to SNU and was like, totally yes. different yeah um, but yeah everyone's like yeah you're not supposed to have a drink in your dorm room <laughs> but everyone's just having fun just don't tell anybody yeah like, it's just a general consensus across campus yeah uh, but good school good yeah. athletic school as oh well. great I mean yeah. we have I think we're at I don't know 72 national championships since 1985 something yeah. bonkers I'm on the alumni board you think I would know the number that's all right it's really bad um, so Graduated from OCU mm-hmm. with a degree in, or did you change? You did I stayed religion. Stayed, yeah. yeah. I really liked it because um, I am by nature, a very curious person. Mm-hmm. So I loved being able to read and write and um, really learn how to kind of create my voice and create that, that advocacy, I guess. Sure. So OCU taught me a lot of things. First of all, that I did not want to go on right. and be in ministry was yeah. probably the biggest thing, but also just um, kind of how important that liberal arts degree can be mm-hmm. and how big of a tool you can use. Because I was able to take film classes and art classes and history classes and law classes, and I was able to do a lot with my undergraduate degree um, that I think a lot of people that go to larger universities just don't get that opportunity. So yeah. um, I loved OCU. Yeah. Well, yeah. I still do if you're on the I still do, board, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I worked there for six years afterwards. Really? And, yeah. Straight, like, just, just as soon it. as you graduated, yeah. you're like, I already have a job. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Worked in the admissions office yeah. and um, recruited, you know, little baby Christinas to come to OCU. And mm-hmm. um, I just loved it so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, friends of mine. Uh, you definitely probably know them. Uh, Andrew and Kirsten Holden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Andrew's on the, was he on the board? Is he yeah, he board? just stepped off, okay. like, as of last month. Because they've yeah. had the kid, yeah. Jimmy. Jamagram. Uh, Jamagram. <laughs> so funny. It's the best thing ever. I love it's them the both so much. most funny journey I've ever seen. <laughs> no, his little face. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, shout out to those two. They're awesome. They are. Andrew won't listen to this, but Kirsten might. I'll make Andrew him. Act, Andrew's actually busy. Um, <laughs> I'll guilt him into it. I'll send it to him. Andrew says he's busy, I should say. Uh, <laughs> he's like, you should send me. He's like, I, I need to listen to your podcast, but you need to email it to me so I'll see it. I'm like, well, I can just text it to you. Oh, I don't read text. <laughs> like, okay, fine. But I guess having a baby does that to you. So, how long have you been on the board for then? Oh, I don't know. Um, three years, maybe? Yeah. yeah. So, it wasn't just one year and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. No, it was like, I, I actually really yeah, want like, yeah. like we, um, We've seen a lot of structural changes, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. We hired a new um, director of alumni relations at OCU, uh-huh. my dear friends, Megan Hornbeek. And she's really, she's really dedicated and she's doing a great job of connecting to alum yeah. that have felt like they were not connected mm-hmm. for a really long time. So, um, that, and I love Martha. There's just a lot of change happening at OCU yeah. right now. And she was, that was a big change too, a right? Huge change. Yeah. 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 That, uh, were you on the board when that happened or was that, that was three? I think was it so. Yeah. yeah. No, two, a little over two years, I think. Um, she, it was a big change, but I, when I worked in admissions, Martha was part of the, she was still at Chesapeake and was mm-hmm. part of the Chesapeake Scholars Program. And so okay. got to work a lot with Martha as an OCU person, recruiting students to apply for the scholarship sure. that she was help funding. So, and she's, she was on our trustees. So she's always yeah. around. Yeah, she's around. just like, oh, let's, yeah, let's yeah. just get her in here because she's a great fit. Yeah, no, she's, she's yeah, great. She's, she's doing a good it. job too. She's killing right? it. Yeah. And that's, that's one of, one of the things that, you know, you, you said like, as an alumni now, the only time I ever get mail from SNU is we need money for yeah. you, right? I'm just like, woo me a little bit. You <laughs> know, know? Take like, me out to dinner. Exactly. Like, <laughs> there's not a lot at SNU outside of like some football, basketball games or maybe whatever, but still, like, I want to, you know, it's not like yeah. just, yeah, I'd like some money. I'm like, mm, what's it going to? <laughs> yeah. Now that I have some, a little bit to give. <laughs> I'm going to buy a golf club instead. (laughs) (laughs) Same. I I don't know. I just think that they're, I mean, I might be a little biased because I am on the alumni board, but um, they've just seemed like they're doing a really good job of, I felt for the longest time as being a religion alum that um, we just, you know, not being a performing artist, that they didn't really pay attention to us very much Um, because they're like, well, if you didn't work music theater, like we're a pageant. Yeah. And I was like, well, I recruited all of them. Like I was a part of this family, this OCU family. So um, it just feels like I've gone to a lot of alumni events that I'm meeting new people mm-hmm. at, which is a great feeling for me because um, the OC bubble can seem so small sometimes. Mm-hmm. And especially when you go there 
uh, work there. And then when I left OCU, I was then the executive director of Uptown 23rd. So I still didn't really yeah. leave the OCU bubble, right? right. <laughs> I'm yeah, still right. on 23rd yeah. Street. So um, it's been nice to just watch that kind of that circle of influence grow a little bit. So yeah, because there is a, a lot of awesome things that happen out, come out of OCU, not yeah. just like the Kristen Chen with right. which is people, amazing right right, right. Awesome. She's like, I want to be like Kristen Chen okay yeah. you need to go over to this room yes everybody else must go this way <laughs> uh, but you know there's a lot of there is a lot of talent coming out of there yeah uh, for such a small place well and a lot of um, I mean good people are everywhere but I just think that if you walked into a room and mm-hmm. people said I, I'm from OCU like people would be like oh my goodness you're from o-. I don't know it's yeah. like an instant family and that's what I felt when I came as a you know little senior in high school at Tom McDaniel was the president and I remember he's, awesome. he's amazing yeah. he, I I like literally hashtag life goals him mm. and Brenda um, but I remember meeting him as a junior and he met my mom and um, my mom's name is Carol and mm. we told him you know we have a ranch in Pawnee County and all this stuff and when I came back as a senior I talked to him again he was like how's your mom Carol how's the ranch in oh, Blackburn and I was like just like superhero I'm coming like <laughs> sign me up I don't yeah. care what it costs yeah. yeah, so, um, you know, from that day forward, I was Tom McDaniel Stan, so still mm. there. <laughs> yeah, and they continue to do amazing things, don't they? The whole They're, family. The whole family, yeah. yeah. Well, Lance has just done 10, stepped down, right? 10 yes. years at Dead Turn has yeah. just stepped down? Yeah. Which is 10, wow. Yeah, that's that's a lot of work to do for 10 years. He is phenomenal. Yeah, I we love did Lance. an interview together, and it's just like... I'm just going to sit here and just cause listen to you talk yeah. right? as someone who's like, um, we were both asking questions to our guest and I was like, you're so much better at this than I am. <laughs> I'm just going to be able to make notes. <laughs> you know, and that's just like, oh, this, this, this. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is awesome. He is his father's son. He mm. like remembers faces and names like a mm-hmm. champ. He will, um, he's kind of got that. If you've, you've ever met President Bill Clinton, he's got that like, like just, he just nah, stares yeah. at you in the eyes. He touches your soul and you're yeah. like, this person understands he me. Cares. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like they, they're very good at making they you know that, that they skill. do. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so you work at OCU mm-hmm. uh, for you said six six years. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, right. That's not like I loved it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not like you're just going to get a job because you th- don't want to leave. That's right. like I actually care. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so obviously, it came a time where you're like, there's got to be other opportunities <clears throat> out there. I want to mm-hmm. have a little bit something different. Yeah, I need to step out of the zip code a little bit. <laughs> Uh, down the street. Yeah. So well, you went to Uptown 23rd? Yeah. I was, so I was serving on a, like a volunteer committee of theirs and they asked me to be a volunteer committee chair. And I was like, at the time I was like the president of the state organization for college, uh, collegiate counseling. And, mm-hmm. and I was on the regional and national boards. And I was like, I do not have time to serve as a chair of a yeah. committee, like locally. I just did not have the time. And they're like, oh, well, we're about to post this job. <laughs> and you said, you don't have time. You'll get paid. You'll get paid. I mean, it's part-time work, but it's fine. And Tim and I were engaged and he was, um, he had just gotten hired at Integris Mm -hmm. and, um, I was kind of like, and I just started my graduate degree and I said, I think this is kind of the perfect time to make a change. So I left OCU and, um, and started being the executive director of Uptown 23rd. So, yeah. yeah. But you were doing your graduate degree as well. Yeah, OU. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that took a while for you to make that decision then. It did. Right? And it Because most good. people just do it straight away. Yeah. My dad was not happy about that because he kept being like, you know, use the tuition remission that you get at OCU as an employee, yeah, get an yeah. MBA. And I kept being like, no offense, but I did not want to deal with business people. I was like, I'm not a business person. And my dad's like, oh, but you'll learn so much. It'll be, and I was like, the MBA is just not the degree that I want. Like, I understand I'd be fine. I'm a great student, whatever, but this is not the degree I want. I don't want to just get a degree to get a degree. So I looked around for a long time for a graduate program that would kind of meet my needs. And um, the Master's of Public Administration at OU is really what stuck out to me because I could do part-time online, part-in-person, and they had classes at Health Sciences Center and in Tulsa so I could still go see my parents, stay for the weekend, go to class, that kind of stuff. So it's super flexible. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was two years? 
So yeah, I was able to finish that in two years. So you're doing that then, obviously, while you're at mm-hmm. Uptown 23rd. Mm-hmm. What was being at Uptown 23rd like? Um, As like a, because I don't think I've had anybody on a podcast who's like worked for an organization like that. Oh, like compared to you know like Plaza District or Uptown 23rd, right? No, or like a community like yeah, that. Yeah, you need more people. I on. do. Yeah, you Definitely, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was amazing, mm. exhausting. Way more than the 20 hours a week I got paid, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, you'll get paid a little bit. Yes, enjoy your contract (laughs) employment. Um, But it was kind of crazy because um, that was 2014 through through 2016. And that was really at the height of what was going on Mm. in on 23rd Street. So that was before the Tower Theater got renovated. It was at the time, the home of pigeons and raccoons, you know, like, yeah, you know, it was, you know, and I had seen so much happen on 23rd street since arriving in 2003 as a college student. And, um, we really have an amazing group of business owners on 23rd street. Mm -hmm. You know, you have Keith and Heather Paul with Cheevers, Good Egg Mm -hmm. Dining, that whole group. You had Marty Dillon at the time who owned a tower theater before, um, Chad and, and that group and now have it. And, um, and, uh, and all the neighborhoods. So like Heritage Hills, Mesta Park, yeah. Jefferson Park, Paseo, um, they really are committed to that change, you know, yeah. in that neighborhood. So um, it was, it's a, kind of wild to think about. We brought open streets to Oklahoma City. So that was probably the big, True. when I think of like back, like what is my m- most proud accomplishment in my lifetime? It's probably mm. open streets because yeah. it took so many sets of boots on the ground to get signatures for people to even approve us to even block off right. the street, right? Because it's a busy street. <clears throat> it's the second busiest thoroughfare in Oklahoma City. Really? Yeah. Wow. Behind Northwest Expressway. Wow. No. I mean, all I the way, busy. All the way from that. really Overholser to yeah. Hera. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a very long stretch. Yeah, and shutting it down is not no easy time, no, especially so, on the weekend. Yeah, on a Sunday on afternoon, a, yeah. people are like, excuse me, what are you doing? Yeah. So it really was kind of, um, it was an experiment. Mm-hmm. We partnered, I mean, it was mostly the brainchild of the Oklahoma City County Health Department. And then um, we partnered with like the Parks Department and the YMCA and some other organizations. And um, yeah, we planned for about 5,000 people and about 25,000 showed up. You yeah. know, we knew it was bad when we didn't have enough uh, porta potties and the <laughs> trash cans kept getting full, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Signs of a successful yeah, event. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, it's kind of crazy to think back where we were very unsure if Oklahoma Cityans would like to come out mm. on a Saturday after, or a Sunday afternoon just to be outside to do activities. Yeah, walk there was streets. no booze. No. It's not a concert. It was not a food festival. Right. Like it, like they're, Just they're coming re- Yeah. Coming yeah. out. There will be booths, but all the booths were activity based. Mm. And, um, I think that was kind of, you know, that was also at the height of the H and eighth movement when it yeah. began. And, I think we were just dying to be outside Mm -hmm. and shut down streets and take them over. So, I I mean, that's kind of the most exciting part about uptown, but we did a farmer's market for two summers and which I would never wish upon my worst enemy. (laughs) It's such a pain in the butt to organize. Um, but, and then we had a couple of our annual fundraisers and, um, and getting to watch the, the tower be purchased and make that transformation. And, and then that mid block crosswalk between Walker and Harvey Hudson. And, um, those types of changes, well, now we look back and we take advantage of being able to park in the Mm. tower parking lot, which which we used to mow because it was just gravel and weeds and, um, and, you know, walk across and eat at any of those places. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to think about now. Um, because that just was not, that was not the case four years ago. Right. You could never find a space on the street. No, no, not at all. So, it's just crazy to think about. And, um, yeah, I started the rumor that a Starbucks was going in at Walker and 23rd a long time ago. So it's coming eventually yeah, it coming and eventually. it's going to be great. Like, <laughs> we have that tweet saved as like a reminder. Yeah. Like, hey, this, this was my original. This, yeah. this is the rumor 
where we started around yeah. town and it eventually will come back That's around so sometime. Good. Yeah, because there's so many businesses there now. Yeah. So many that are like, they're good too. Yeah. Like good places to eat. I mean, Cheevers has been there for, what, 20 years this year? Yes, is, Cheevers. But like everything else is. Big Truck Tacos. I remember 2005, 2008. Mm-hmm. 2008, they opened in August and I remember standing in line around the corner. I worked at OCU at the mm-hmm. time. We had left early to go stand in line because yeah. we were just so excited for a place for yeah. us to be that wasn't a chain restaurant mm-hmm. and I mean that's still one of my favorite well, places. Well then there's so there's Gaiute's mm-hmm. is there and then up further up the road there's that there's like that cupcake place, right? What's Cuppies and Joe. Cuppies Actually, and Joe. they closed. Did they really? Yeah, oh. at the end of June Whoops. which is very sad because they've been there Eight years, I think. Because they would do that one day, like, whatever that TV show was that they would do, right? Didn't they have, like, a... They had a TV show? No, like, they... I can't remember what it is, but didn't they have, like, a... They would pretend to be the set of a TV... I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but it was a bunch of like all friends that I had in sororities would like freak out and go there and like be the line was around the oh, corner. Oh no, yeah, they were a pop up shop for Gilmore right. Girls. That's they right. were yeah, Luke. Was that. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, why are you? I like, was also one of those crazy okay. people. <laughs> like, but it was like it was a crazy. It was because they popped up. I think all over the United States yeah. that one day. That was a good time. Yeah, I'm like. I Why still have my like coffee hundreds somewhere. Hundreds and hundreds of college girls like just lined up. On the it was kind of the most basic B situation well, yeah. I've ever seen. People are dressed up in costumes. T-shirts and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. There's so many good places. And then the pump's awesome. Oh, yeah. And then Gusto's great. Yes. Like the All of chicken sandwich at Gusto's so good. And the chips. The chips remind me of back home at well, Really anything that um, I think Catherine Mathis does, her and Chris mm-hmm. Lauer, I mean, they're behind Keith and Heather in terms yeah. of just restaurant geniuses mm. like Chris Lauer you know I hope I hope he considers me a friend <laughs> I just love everything he does yeah so um, so you, you're, you're you know you're doing that while you're getting your masters mm-hmm. and then do you say how many years were you were uptown for before I you went something else a little over two okay so like the whole time you're getting your degree yeah, mm-hmm. and then once you get your degree someone says hey we have an opportunity for you again or was it yeah. I'm gonna start looking. so I had the opportunity and this is it's gonna seem random <laughs> it probably seems random on paper but it's really not so I had the opportunity to be down in Norman and be an executive director of a nonprofit that's called Among Friends Activity Center mm-hmm. it's an activity center for adults with additional needs and my only sibling as an adult with additional needs. So that's always been a group of humans that I've been um, advocating for and fighting for, especially at the state level and attending DDSD meetings and things like that with my mom since I was young and um, they had the opportunity for me to come in. Um, Their founder was retiring and they really needed someone to come in. They had never, it was, it was a mom who uh, had a, had a a, a now adult with additional needs and kind of just started this nonprofit out of necessity. Most nonprofits, right. right, Are started out of necessity. And, um, but they had never really had anyone come in and do a development plan or anything that, would take their nonprofit from where they were when they sure. began to long term success like no and viability. It was like every month is gonna every month is just gonna figure it out. And, and they just had keep going. one fundraiser a year and just hope and pray they made enough to make yeah. it through the rest of the year kind of thing. So um, I had the privilege of working there for about two years. Um, my advice for anyone working in the nonprofit sector is to never be employed with things that you are so close to. So I was there at the height of DDSD and DHS were getting major cuts at the state mm. level. So I would work 10-hour yeah. days dealing with highly emotional issues, get in my car, and then my mom would call, and she'd be like, this is happening, and it's horrible. And I'm like, I know, I know, Mom. I know, I know, I've been I know, I know, what's, I know I've been yeah. dealing with it all day. I've been on the phone. I've been yeah. talking to these people. And it's, it's a lot to carry around when mm. you are that close to something all the time. Right. So um, for the health of my marriage and for the health of me emotionally and probably my relationship with my own mother, yeah. um, I'm so glad I started um, looking around for a new job. And that's when I uh, got a job at the city. So yeah. I work at the city now. So. Yeah. yeah. And that's when, that's how we met, right? Yeah. We were working at the city mm-hmm. when we met yeah. and doing the OKC Beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think I'm just not on the emails anymore because I just Same. don't get them anymore. <laughs> it's like, uh, I've just been like 
exiled from those meetings. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, Same. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm happy to help if needed. I just haven't been called on, so I guess I'm not doing anything anymore. Uh, it's the best kind of ghosting. <laughs> it is. I mean, all right. Whatever. No big deal. That's funny. Don't need it. That's fine. Like, if you don't... The good thing is, right, is, like, if I'm not being called on, means I'm not needed, so yeah, I'm not being, being missed, missed, right? So, <laughs> yeah. like, I love to help out, but yeah. if someone else is doing a better job than me, then yeah. by all means. Yeah. Uh, so what would you go to the city for? So I'm a water conservation coordinator. Uh, okay. so that's, was, like, super interesting, right? I know, right? Like, it is definitely random. So I was hired as a what community relations coordinator was my first job in the water utilities department. Sure. And, um, which I was, at the time was more fitting. Yes. And, but then within six months I got a promotion yeah. to being a water conservation coordinator. So I basically do all the same things I did as a community relations coordinator. Um, but just with more pay and, yeah. and more responsibilities. Does that kind of go back to living like in the sticks on the farms and stuff? No, not really. No, not I'm kind of sad that. about it. Yeah. Honestly. Um, no, it's really a lot of public outreach and education mm. and, um, which right now is non-existent since we True. can't like meet in person with yeah. people. Um, and then, so we kind of do three things. We look at uh, regulation and enforcement at the city level. We keep an eye on mm-hmm. legislation and things like that, as well as any of our public outreach and education. Yeah. So the public outreach and education, there's three water conservation coordinators. We hired two more last year. And so we kind of each have our own piece that we work on. Um, my coworker, Abby, she's like the spreadsheet queen. She has an economics degree. She really looks at kind of like hard statistics and mm-hmm. figures out a lot of the back end information for us. And then my coworker, Jessica has um, a plant biology background, so she works a lot with our native plants and Mm. irrigation stuff where I'm more like planning workshops and do all of our social media and all of our outreach and that kind of stuff. So we each kind of have our own lane that we stick in and then just work together on everything across the board. Yeah, because I remember when we did the coffee and composting thing Mm -hmm. we did I remember you were talking to Todd and you were like ah you need to do this this and this and like I'll send you and you just like I guess sent him a new head or something the next week I brought it in and installed it yeah (laughs) Yeah. which and you're right like a lot of people don't like people we waste so much stuff yes it could be water it could be food it could be anything right like there's so many things that like we just that's just the way we've grown up that's Mm -hmm. the way things are we don't really notice anything yeah and with water, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. You leave the tap running for a little longer when you brush your teeth or yeah. have a, put the shower on like for an extra four minutes when you warm up, whatever Why not? it is. Because <laughs> you just don't, you know, it's yeah. not like it's not a big issue, yeah. right? Personally, when you're doing it. But yeah. when everyone's doing it, globally, it's a lot of water going. It's a lot yeah. of water waste. And, you know, I think the thing that I kind of get obsessed with is twofold. I get obsessed with the idea that um, we have people that live in Oklahoma City that don't have water because mm-hmm. they didn't pay their water bill and it got shut off. So they're living without water. Um, but then we also have people who um, just are spending absurd amounts of money on water yeah. to water their lawn. Yeah. And that's clean tap water that's that they the are. That's the type of people who went raining all day and they yeah. put their sprinklers going yeah. on. Yeah, but you could go putt a, a golf ball in right. their backyard. Yeah, yeah, it's very <laughs> Their true. lawn gets mowed twice a week or more, you know. Yeah. And so it's just um, this job has really almost heightened my sense of kind of the haves versus the haves nots mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. And, um, you know, water is something that, you know, all of us should have access to clean water. And we're so fortunate that in Oklahoma, Oklahoma city, we have water, yeah. right? Like we have access to water and we have very good water. So yeah, like, I think for the most part we do. Right. Yeah. I can't remember people like friends of mine who were in college that, um, like they, they, they either lived in the country and they would be like, yeah, we're going to like take some, like take this out of town like, in bottles back to the house <laughs> yes. because the water we have in the snakes is not good. It's yeah. cloudy. Yeah. Well, you just, you don't think of it. No. Unless you, you grew up without, with bad water or just stuff that's got to be filtered or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it is, it is kind of fascinating when you dive into it. 
Yeah. Like when from the outside, you're like, that sounds like really boring. But when you dive into it, if you're yeah. interested in yeah. it, it's quite fascinating stuff. Well, and it's kind of nice because um, I have the clearly the personality where I will make friends with mm-hmm. people when I meet them. So, um, you know, I've gotten to know people at the Oklahoma Rural Water Resources Board and, um, and kind of an OML, which is the Oklahoma Municipal League and mm-hmm. people from other cities that are kind of doing the same job that I'm doing. And so getting to see and hear what's going on in other municipalities with yeah. their water sources and, and I think is really important too because so often we're like if it if it will only personally affect me if I turn that top on and the water doesn't come out, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. And and we don't we see the stories about Flint, we see the stories about all these other municipalities and in in reality that could easily become Oklahoma City because it is mm-hmm. so large, our service yeah. area is so large. Um it would take a giant diaspora of people to make that happen. But, um, you know, that it would not be unheard of, but we also Lake Hefner is the, our visible water source. Mm-hmm. And so if there's water in the lake, people are like, hey, yeah, yeah. When, water. I, when, when I first came to the States, it was when it was 2011, and like Lake Hefner was like, I mean, you could have walked a hundred yards out yeah. into it and, you know, you could hit a golf ball out there yeah. and find it and play it yeah. because it was, there was no water in the yeah. lake pretty much. And then you know, a couple <clears> of <throat> years later or whatever, it's like, oh, oh, water's back. Now. Yeah. Yeah. 2011 was kind of a wild year. I think that that was before the water conservation program mm-hmm. even existed with the city. So people oh, really? were just kind of doing yeah. whatever the hell I wanted. Um, and I remember 2011 cause my hydrangea bush in the front yard died in our old house cause it, we had, you know, a hundred days of a yeah. hundred plus heat. So, you know. and if you kill one of those, like Ugh, you're never getting it back. You're never definitely, I mean, it's I, never coming I back. am, I am not very good at plants. Oh, and my wife is not good at plants, even though she thinks she is. She's not <laughs> good at plants at all. Um, she doesn't listen to this. So <laughs> even if she does, she can't defend herself because she's not good at keeping plants alive. Um, so the flowers that I do buy for her, they last maybe two days. It's, That's fine. It's, it's a good thing, though. Like, they get the, the initial reaction. Yeah, and then the photo the, the on Instagram. In the trash, yeah. You know? It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so there's a reoccurring theme here that you've always been on like some form of board. Oh yeah. Right. I like, have a problem. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess you could call it that. Like why? Ugh. Cause people go through their lives. They just think they just don't want any of it. I have since middle school been yeah. that person like been, I mean, I was, I was our student body president in high school. I did all the leadership camps. If I wasn't at golf camp during the summer Mm -hmm. one week, I was at, you know, Stuco summer camp at OU. And, um, I just, I, I, I always make the joke and I started making the joke when I went to OCU is I went to OCU and my friends, like mm-hmm. people have skills. They can dance on stage. They can act on stage. They can sing. Mm-hmm. You put a microphone in my hand and it becomes shine time. That's what Tim calls it. Yeah. <laughs> shine time. And I've always had that skill. I've always had that ability. And that's probably actually what drew me towards going into ministry is yeah. because when I was living in a small town, Oklahoma, there really weren't a lot of women leaders. Okay. And the women leaders I did see were ministers at camp. Sure. With microphones. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, telling jokes, um, getting people engaged, reading a crowd. Mm-hmm. All of those things are just things that I've just really enjoyed, always loved. And um, so I, I, I made the joke and people who know me well enough think it's funny. People that probably yeah. don't know me very well probably are just like, well, who does she think she is? <laughs> but I only join, join and stay with organizations that I see myself one day running. Okay. Right. That so like, yeah. I believe in the mission. I believe yeah. in the values. I believe in everything they do. And I am willing to put my time and energy and effort into that organization. Right. So like being on the OC alumni board, I'm in junior league, yeah. serving in a leadership role in junior league, things like that. So and OC uh, Uptown 23rd is the perfect example, mm-hmm. right? I started as a volunteer and ended up being their employee. So, um, I think uh, for me, it's just, I just love working with people to see what problems are and how to solve those problems, either within that organization at a micro level Mm -hmm. or even at the community level. I think I just kind of obsessed with it. I just love it. Yeah. That's good. Because like I said, there's definitely, you definitely like 
have to be that type of person, yeah. right? Because there's other people that either get into it because it's a resume builder or they get into something because they want to just like help out, but they don't want to become a leader. They just want to help out yeah. a little bit, right? They might have retired. They want to help out. A tiny we need bit. all those people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you get like someone like yourself who's like, I'm going to give everything I have to mm-hmm. this because I want to run this place. Yeah. And then, you know, the, if, yeah, everyone needs those people too. <laughs> uh, is there one that stands like one community or one organization that you worked for that stands out that like, if I could have just done this with, regardless of how much money it would have mm-hmm. paid me, just like I could do this for the rest of my life. Honestly, um, well, Uptown was really exhausting, but it, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But OCU will always have a piece of my heart yeah. um, and getting to kind of recruit those students and help them uh, figure out financial aid and meet sure. their families. And all. I don't know. I've loved everything I've done. Um, working for the city is completely different. And yeah. just working for the city is completely different. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, with Uptown, there's just so much going on and so much that makes things keep going on. Every day is different. Every day is completely different. And I made so many great connections and met so many great people. And uh, they're doing, everyone's doing such cool things. And you want to be a part of everything that's happening. So I think once I left Uptown 23rd, you know, I got to meet and know all the other mm. executive directors from all the other districts. And so we had our own group basically okay. of cohort, you know, where yeah, you yeah. are your own Bouncing colleague. Ideas yeah, back and forth. yeah. Yeah. We yeah. would have meetings and, you know, talk about how can we brainstorm ways for uptown to connect to Western or mm. connect to 39th or how can we, you know, promote route 66 coming sure. through Oklahoma city. We were part of historic preservation and mm. we just did a lot of things to together across kind of the the bubble, so to speak, and um, trying to figure out ways that could connect all of our neighborhoods together to make it kind of a stronger Oklahoma City. And I think that was kind of the coolest part. Yeah, that is really cool because you build, it's not, it goes goes out further than your community, doesn't it? Like yeah. it gets to like, especially when you go talk about Route 66, like yeah. that's people come from all around the world to do that. That was kind of the craziest thing about Uptown, honestly, is, yeah. you know, on a random Tuesday, you'd be like, who are these randos at the Gold Dome taking yeah. selfies? And then you'd meet them and they were from France and they were really into Route 66 and they were driving the whole Route 66 mm-hmm. and they um, stopped at the tower. And now they're at the Gold Dome and then they're on their way. And so then you're like, try Ann's chicken fry if you yeah. want someone, you know? And, um, I think that was kind of the coolest thing is we would get a bunch of random people, um, just driving through cause they were driving on route 66. What's happening with the gold dome at the moment? Who knows? It's just a fence around it, right? Are they trying to sell it? Well, the last I know is it was going to become like a natural grocers. And I think that deal deal fell through just because that building itself is falling apart. Sadly. (laughs) Well, they got, they, tore down, they did some work. They tore down the old bank drive through cause that wasn't part of the original sure. structure. Um, but the, the last I saw it still had its like original, like, what do you call it? The heating system where you like oh, have to shovel yeah. coal. No <laughs> like it was like a, what is that really? called? Like a, yeah. I don't know. Just, just like a furnace. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like still, a train basically. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the Titanic. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it should just become like a, a roller dome, but yeah, yeah. Someone just needs to lift the roof off it, like rebuild everything underneath, and then just stick the roof back. I know on. there's some hard. I mean, there's the Gold Dome Historical Society, yeah. so um, they are hardcore Gold Dome stands. They need to raise a lot of money. Though. Yeah, they're gonna have to yeah, hustle a lot. It's a, it's quite a big building. It is, and a lot of weird things have been done to it on the inside where they've gone. And so, when I was in college mm. back in the day, um, there, like, they had the outside of the circle was like there was a bar, restaurant bar called the Prohibition Room. There was like other things around it, kind of like a food hole. Kind of not yeah. though. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was just a very weird. It's a weird building. It is a weird building. Yeah. And then we, I remember we had our first or second Uptown Uncorked there. 
and we had to do all the cleaning and bring in everything ourselves. And we were like, never again. No <laughs> like we had to bring thanks. in our own toilet paper and our like oh, everything. Really? Yeah. And we were cleaning up for hours afterwards and we we're like, this is not worth We're going to pay to have this yeah. in a place next year. Like free is not worth this. Yeah. yeah free is costing us <laughs> It was a cool than... space to have it. Cause sure. everybody's like, Oh, we're inside the gold dome, but it was like, not, not From an event it. perspective. Yeah. Like, mm, not, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not once cool. is yeah. We'll go to the history center and they yeah. can, they can clean the toilet after this. <laughs> oh, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's because it is a cool building, but yeah. it's sad that it's well, kind of it's kind of just way. precious cargo mm-hmm. in terms of like you like you said, just lift the do- the yeah. dome off, fix everything underneath it. But it's like at that twenty third, it's like just yeah. at the best intersection. Oh, yeah, the thing is, if it if it if it does get destroyed or whatever, and there will probably be protesters out there. Fact. Chaining People will chain themselves, yes. Um, 100%. But if it does get destroyed, it's just going to be like an oncule or something I because know. of the location. I know. I know. Which sucks. Well, I'm just hoping that, you know, they're doing some work or there's planned work along Classen and they're adding the BRT, the bus rapid transit. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, j- I'm just kind of hoping some of those changes will help either motivate a build out of that building yeah. or something to happen. Yeah. yeah Cause that, that whole like area could be awesome. Yeah. I mean, already kind of is yeah. that sandwich shop off down the street. Oh, is so someplace good. else is the oh, number just, 14 with avocado for oh, life. It's just so good. But you yeah. walk in here and you're like, I've stepped back in time. <laughs> like I said one day, can I use the bathroom? And they're like, Oh yeah, it's behind the counter down the hall. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. No, it's behind. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Cookies is pretty good too. If you've ever, if you, that, yeah. so they're the bar that's connected. Sure. Um, and they do karaoke. So great for an OCU yeah. night out. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, camps, I guess. <laughs> Jeez. Never went there. Camps thankfully. was like an actual deli when I was in college. Okay. So you didn't have to deal with all that. It was not what it is now. Yeah. Or even what it was, you know, 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah, sure. Um, so, all of this stuff, you know, like it's been ingrained in you. You've just done it growing up. Like yeah. You've always volunteered. You've always picked someone to go do, I guess, after hour activities on whatever it is. And then you get to, I guess, now this year, you're like, I'm going to take this one step further and like run for county clerk, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm a glutton for punishment. No. I mean, it- that's like top of the tree for like, you know, I'm going to volunteer and do something. <laughs> Oh, do you get paid for it or not? Oh yeah, it oh, is do. a okay. it is a very well paid position. But still, like, yeah, it's like I'm going to put myself out there. and I really want to just get it's like terrifying. I'm put myself on the firing line, that's, basically. That's how I feel, yeah. honestly. It's actually, um, it's funny. I mean, I've clearly always been interested in serving others mm-hmm. and public service. I mean, that's why I have a master's in right. public administration. Yeah. I really love municipal government to a nerdy level that is probably sad from the outside. <laughs> um, but I just think that the streets that we drive on and the water that we drink mm-hmm. and um, us being able to flush a toilet and, the, and it gets cleaned on the other end, yeah. like those types of things that literally set the foundation of our quality of life are precious things that should be protected and um, people should take very seriously when they have those positions that they can Mm -hmm. serve others in. And so I was approached by multiple people separate instances about running for Oklahoma County clerk. And so basically by the time that that I got asked a third time, what is their their conspiring against me? Um, you know, I'm really good friends with County commissioner, um, Carrie Bloomer. So, you know, she had, been telling me for a couple of years now, you know, like she's just been facing some problems in terms of she's the only female, she's the only young person, she's the only progressive. Like she runs into a lot of like, oh, there, there, you know, like pats on the head situation. And she's just like, we need to change the face of county government. People need to be aware of what is happening. And I was like, okay, I will step up. I will do this. This is my turn. And Tim, of course, was just like, why not? Like, sure. <laughs> like go, you've go been, you've yeah. been wanting to do this. I actually wanted to hear you stop complaining. So can you please run for office? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> he has a very utilitarian view of the yeah. world, so he's just like, if this will make you happy, pl- please do it. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, no, yeah. I will empower you in any way you need empowered, yeah. but just please go do something. What are like the, I guess, is there any... Um, like I couldn't run for anything, could I? <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think so. so. I mean, I have a, like I have my green card, but it's not. I don't like, think so. I can't vote yet. No, you can't. So, so politics for me, I just don't care right now because no. I can't vote. I mean, I care obviously, but like to a certain degree. You can you can care about the human element yeah, of exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. But like the actual like all the nitty gritty stuff that people yeah. get irritated about whatever side you are. Like I just like zone out because yeah. I can't vote and I just have a green card for ten. 10 years, I think, for now, until I decide to become a citizen, I think. I have an expiration on my green card is like 10 years from now. So now I've got 10 years to decide if I want to... That's plenty of time. Lots of things can change in 10 years. Yeah, But there's no, like, specific, like, or is there, like, a list of requirements? No, which is kind of kind of terrifying if you think about it. Like, you have, um, you know, we've talked about, you know, I have a master's in public administration. Like, that's kind of like you think like oh yeah yeah like, you like studied if this was this. an actual job yeah like right? you got your advanced yeah. degree in this subject yeah. but most people are you know um i think the woman who was county clerk at two people ago you know she was a hairstylist when she yeah. became county clerk and um so there really aren't like people aren't looking at my resume sure. right which i i mean jim roth when he ran for corporation commission i think it was corporation commission he like literally handed out his resume yeah he was like this is why i'm qualified for this this is the, and i kind of want to do that <laughs> yeah, too like print not? it off and be like these are the boards i've served on you know yeah. the, this is what i've done in the community and um, I really think that anyone, you know, Googles my name, they're going to find yeah. my appearances on TV. They're going to they're going to find yeah. what I've been doing in the community. Like, it's pretty easy yeah, to find that section. You linked pretty long. <laughs> right? then, just, it's not just one scroll. No, it's like continue to scroll. Yeah, there's to see a all lot the of links. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. just the stuff I handpicked that didn't have exactly. multiple chins in it. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I also suffer from that. <laughs> family thing you know it's probably because i am like 97 percent english irish and yeah, welsh that it's, it's just it's thing. just part of my genetics yeah. man you know ginge yeah and chins that's true my <laughs> brother has the ginger side i have the chin side um, but no that's exciting though right i like, love it it's been weird i mean oh, honestly sure. running for office during the time of a global pandemic has yeah been um humbling at the least but it's also been like we're all in this together we're all Mm. in this shared experience so it actually hasn't really been that bad like in face on signs and that whole thing probably not i mean that's really not um my campaign manager aaron he's not really like i remember him giving me like a campaign budget in december and i was like i see that there's no signs on this budget and i was like i don't like signs And um, well, a giant waste of money. They They're are, like five dollars a sign, right? Well, or more. They have oh, yeah, they personalized could be like, ones, are yeah, you right? They could yeah, be like yeah. I'm just thinking bucks. of like open house real estate. No, like, ones, yeah, fifteen like bucks. bucks. Yeah. What? And um, you have to think they don't vote. Like a sign no. doesn't go to the polls. That and yeah. they get um, ran over by the city mowing because they don't want to get off the I'm tractor. I'm like that person. You'll see me at the CVS at 150th and MacArthur, and I'm yeah. out there picking up signs after an election because it just it, it yeah. just makes my heart melt yeah. that we just have all this waste right Right. so i don't know i I told some friends that we might do a short run on signs for people that want to buy one but Mm -hmm. it's like i'd much rather want your 15 dollars to go towards a facebook ad or buy a t-shirt wearing around or put a bumper sticker on your car or something so um i think that uh i think the hardest part is you know i i make calls probably three times a week yeah. Like three days a week, yeah. asking people for money. Mm-hmm. So that's Have been you like ever done that before. I mean, yeah, as a executive director of a nonprofit yeah. or working so on a board. Used to it, but I guess you're asking your friends now, right? And I'm asking than... for myself. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not saying this is yeah. the thing that I believe in most, and yeah. now I'm having to say I am the thing that I believe in most, and this is why I believe in myself, yeah. and this is why I'm doing it. Is like very terrifying. Yeah. yeah, especially when, because I guess when you were doing it for somebody else, you didn't really mind if somebody said no, because it's a I numbers it game personal. and you're uh-huh. just like, uh, the more people I call, someone's just going to say yes. Uh-huh. Well, now you're like, I kind of need some money from you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> please, will you give me some please money? Please make my three yeah. hours tonight worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and it's very like, 
it's um, kind of like every other milestone in your life. I think mm-hmm. we um, realized this when we got married or people realize it when they've had, you know, a terrible illness. You think you see the people who are really willing to step yeah. up and be there. And then the other people that you expected to, or it just kind of, they kind of ghost you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're and like, you're like, oh, now you're an enemy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That was, that was fun while it lasted, yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, so it has been kind of very, uh, you know, those phone calls are hard to make, but then at the same time, I've had some really great Mm -hmm. connections with people that have just straight up told me, like, I remember when you worked at Uptown, like you did, you hustled, you killed it. Like, I have no doubt that you have, you know, that you are wanting to do this to serve people. And that's kind of the biggest compliment to me when people tell me like, we need more people like you. Right. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. (laughs) That's why everyone keeps asking me to do this. Yeah. Right. Damn it. No. That's, uh, that's cool though. That's like, I mean, cause it's basically you, something you've kind of been training for yeah. like since you were in high school, I guess. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, had you ever thought about it previously before people were asking you? Yeah. But I honestly thought I was going to run for like city council. Okay. But like my, if you had asked me a year ago, my long-term goal was to be a city manager, okay. um, dream job being governor. So sure, I feel like I'm on the right track. Yeah, is that kind of like a like a is that like do, has the the governor or previous governors or people in those positions gone through similar avenues? Is there like a ladder to it, or is it just like do whatever you want, kind of I climb think, wherever? Like, yeah, I, that's kind of the thing too. Is even looking at becoming a city manager because um, we just got a new one, right? Yeah, we Oklahoma did. Craig city? Freeman, yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, but he came from the finance side. Mm. Where the person before him came from the engineering side. Don't you? So, Who was great. Who's yeah. been here forever. Yes. And, right? But he was also the director of utilities before that. Because he's an engineer. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, we have an assistant city manager, Laura, who has an MPA. Mm-hmm. And then we have another one who's a planner and another one who is a finance person. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different avenues to get to there. But really, yeah. probably the biggest thing is making sure that you have experience at a director level of a, of a leadership team. role. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, uh, well, I didn't necessarily think about being the city manager of Oklahoma city. Well, that is amazing. Right. Um, really any, you know, anywhere yeah. in the metro area. So that's, that was the goal a year ago. So now. Yeah. The governor still looks nice. No, but That'd be awesome. <laughs> Why not? Right. <laughs> you know, 2040. I don't know. Um, but yeah, county clerk, um, we're going to do it. Yeah. What, what would that like job? Like what is the day? Is there, a de- is every day different? No, there is a day job. It's like so a, yeah. it's like, so the County clerk basically is responsible for everything that's outward facing from the County. So mm-hmm. is this, the, it carries the County seal. Yeah. So any official documents, deeds to land, yeah. things like that. But there's a whole office of clerks Got you. who, um, um, basically attend every single meeting, mm-hmm. take minutes, post those minutes, make sure that they're accessible and available to the public yeah. as the same as posting the agendas for all the upcoming sure. meetings. Right. So that is a chunk of it is managing all of the meetings, staff. Yeah. Yeah, staff mm-hmm. and meetings. And, and then a lot of it is making sure historical and future documents are accessible and transparent for future Mm -hmm. or past review. Right. And then, um, probably the third biggest piece is that all of, excuse me, all of the eight electeds at the county level sit on the budget board. So they review and approve Mm -hmm. the, the county budget, which is quite a hefty budget. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. All those property taxes coming in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like, I mean, it's not, it doesn't sound like a cakewalk, is it? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's also, you know, uh, when we started this, it's, it's very much a sleeper position. You kind of don't think about it. And everybody's like, I saw someone on Twitter, even this last week, but like said, you know, what do county clerks do? Do they just run for county clerk? You know, (laughs) is that like, is that all they do? (laughs) Yes, please vote on 11th, you know? Um, but it's, we have, you know, generational systematic failures for Mm -hmm. certain populations of people in this country, but also in this County. And, um, for too long, people have been purposely left out of the conversation. And that's really kind of what got me interested. I was like, this is the County is, 
other than the city is as micro as we can get. They are basically the public works um, department for any town smaller than 5,000 in the county. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at anything along the east side, right? So um, Jones, Hera, Nakoma Park, all of that area. And, um, And then some of that are... Here. Spencer and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so they're the like, public works department. They're also f- helping fund the schools. They're um, they've they've just got a lot of programs that help people out. So being able to kind of have a, a thumb in that budget to make yeah. sure that the county election board is getting funded. Right, right now that is such a hot topic. Sure. Is making sure that they have enough staff to process mail in ballots. Right, right. which. Spoiler alert, they don't like they it's a they have to do a lot of extra work because they don't have the extra staff and making sure that they're well funded in order to have um, fair and transparent elections. That's a big part of it, too. So um, there's just a lot that goes on that affects our daily lives that we don't really think of a lot of the unseen kind of a lot like water. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. (laughs) And I guess bringing like a kind of like a a social media side to it, right? Like most some of these people who live like they they, they're not on social media they they don't know what it is no they still have flip phones or whatever it is um power to you i wish i had london but i am trying to make some money out of this so i kind (laughs) of need to be on social media but and use it as a tool uh but yeah that must be a hard thing too like kind of it's because everyone i mean people growing up that are younger think that everyone's on it right but reality the voters some of them aren't right and some of them carry a lot of weight you know, yes. kind of need you to vote because they keep showing up you yeah. know and I think of people my in-laws age uh, my Tim's parents are 76 and 81 mm-hmm. yeah. you know Tim's dad straight up does have a flip phone like that's not even a joke yeah and, and thinks it's the best thing ever too. I mean he turns it off if he's not using it so you're not going to get a hold of him like <laughs> like charges it twice a year yeah. it's like a go phone so oh, <laughs> he makes sure he has it when he goes on his trips to Vegas and yeah. Tunica and we have to be like please leave it on so we can get a hold of you but um but yeah he's you know in his 80s and he he's voting straight party ticket he was kind of like so I'm gonna vote not Republican for the first time in my life and I was like yeah you are (laughs) (laughs) or don't tell me (laughs) yeah just yeah exactly just say you didn't vote over like (laughs) yeah yeah that's hilarious I know that's good though yeah that's exciting something completely different and like you know you've really got to put yourself out there to do that yeah which is that's hard enough to do well, for anyone. It creates a lot of self-doubt because you're like, oh, man. What if this is Who this, have this? I been yeah. a jerk to? Like, what if, you know what I mean? Who's dad? Yeah, like, <laughs> like who's really pissed yeah. at me? And I have no idea. And this is how we're going to find yeah. out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's funny. That's terrifying. So um, that's pretty much what I worry about. But that's because I'm a forever self uh, like I want to please others yeah, like and that that's is part of my personality of you oh, comes probably. out too it's just like I mean I, I, it's funny you said that I have a friend who's a pastor um really good friend of mine and he he's like my job is to make friends with people and to please people and we were talking about golf because he's getting back into competitive golf and I said you you're here to beat this person yeah like, you're playing with he, he's 40 he was talking about playing with these kids now high school kids who are very good but um, he's like, I don't want to get in their way. I'm like, you've paid the entry fee. Yeah. You're here to beat people. And he's like, I know it's my pasticide side coming out. I'm like, well, you need to put your pasticide side in the car. Um, go when you go play golf, you need to just, you need to pick out your competitive side, um, which is hard to do. It is so hard. And I used, so I played golf it all through high school mm-hmm. and almost in college. But when I was competing, um, in regionals in high school, I got, beat by one stroke and the the girl I watched cheat oh no and I did nothing about it and you talk about like I have very few regrets in life but even as like a little 17 year old Christina I did not have the voice because it was very much like a tough position to be in like I don't I mean like the other if you were in like 10th place you would have said something right right? but the other two of us saw it you know and it and at the time I was like oh it's just a stroke but you know we get up to the clubhouse and you're like yeah. And it was like, you know what? I didn't need to go to state. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You know? And that was really kind of like, I'm not cut out for competitive. <laughs> like if you can't defend 
having right. a stroke. Yeah, like yeah. you're not like you can't you can't you can't go B and B be a bigger girl. That, like, that could be. I mean, that, looking back, that could have been a completely different. Like you could have been playing golf somewhere and yeah. not have uh, not have met Tim or whatever, and you could yeah. be somewhere completely somewhere. Oh, else. I probably would have still gone to OCU. You know, I would yeah. have played golf for Kyle Blazer. I would have yeah, been they, on the national great championship golf team. team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you probably have five rings by now. Yeah. Like four rings or whatever. Yeah. It is, I mean, I would have probably still been there. Um, I just probably would have taken longer to graduate because I would have yeah. been a student athlete and I would have had a totally different experience. You still play? Kind of, kind off and of on. Top golf every now and then? Yeah. So we, um, I had a, a double mastectomy in 2016, uh-huh. taking curveball. So all of my pectoral muscles had to be rebuilt. So I've only played 18 holes of golf maybe yeah. a few times since then because it is, it's painful sure. and um, I'm just not as good as I used to be. Oh, so it's, it's the worst feeling ever. really mentally depressing. I'm dealing with that at the moment. <laughs> it's really it's, hard. Uh, <laughs> but I'm also now, like, I feel like my game is more accurate than it ever was because sure. my muscles are smaller and yeah. more contracted. And so, but top golf is a lot of part of that. We basically treat it like a driving yeah. range, right? Yeah. Like a skilled driving range. So, yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. Anyone, <laughs> anyone who has any like golfing talent goes to top golf and they're like, this is actually like a driving. This is not fun. Well, I mean, it I, is fun, it's but fun. it's not like the fun that everyone else Island is having. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you're not like your friends out there trying no, to like, so lose a shoe over the side because they're like, swinging out of their shoes. Yes, we've yeah. been part of that. Yeah, I. That's. I'm always like the guys are like, we're gonna hit it as far and hard as we can. I'm <laughs> trying like, to get over the fence. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I can't get the white. Like I'm yeah. not gonna. I can't. I know I can't. I'm like, can we just do, can we do the chipping challenge? Because yeah. I'm really good at an eight iron. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, my my wife's pretty good at that too. Yeah, I think that's uh, that. She hasn't beaten me at golf yet, which is one thing I will definitely take to the grave. If she beats me, I will. <laughs> I remember um, meeting my dad. For actually, the first I time. say that not over like an actual golf game, but like she's she has chipped in once i said to said whoever chips in first gets coffee and she's like sculled it across the green it's hit the middle of the flagstick and just gone in and i'm like are you kidding me like out of nowhere whatever means necessary man she did beat i tell you beat me that time um but that's really cool well this has been fun Um, i'm glad you liked it i know a lot more about you now and everyone else listening does too which hopefully uh they can go and look at your linkedin and decide if they want to you know Vote if not, was it 311? 11-3. For me, it would be 311. Yes, we, that was a really good band. Um, but yeah, no, and I have a website, ChristinaChikorowski.com yeah. is our campaign website. Mm-hmm. We're all, kind of all over the place. Um, awesome. I always tell people I'm on Twitter. I think I'm funnier there, obviously. Mm. And then Instagram, if people like corgis, then, you know, Sam Chikorowski. <laughs> yeah, if you like corgis, you don't want to look at the Queen's corgis. You yeah. can look at your two. Oh, you know, there's no more Queen's corgis. There's not. The last See, one, Willow, died. Passed, she passed away two years ago. See, that's how much I care about the royals. You are a true traitor. Just, yeah. <laughs> Harry is too, right? Jump ship, come to the States, married an American. I am just, you talk about life disappointments, man. Yeah. I did not know that that card could actually be played. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think, sadly, I think well, I wish Diana would have done it too. Oh, she would have been much yeah, happier. Yeah, my wife's watching that talk documentary at the moment oh such an angel um your wife or diana both i guess i guess i should say both just uh, in case she's made it this far just in case she's made it this far she's like accidentally skipped to the end of one and just Perfect. Be like, uh, yep but no like it's um it's funny when i when i reach out to people to to either be on the podcast or i have people reach out to me and and a, and a few i say like end of last year i probably would have been this time a year ago i had a lady reach out and was like, you know, I'd love to have, love for you to have like, I have, I think she might have been a campaign manager. I was like, I've got like four clients. I want you to interview all of them. I was like, no, like it just we don't do politics. Well, thank you. And I don't. <laughs> but the, like I've inter- interviewed um, Cindy Munson, which was yeah, awesome. She's amazing. She's, she was great, um, great story. And then I interviewed Mayor Holt. Yeah. And he was good too. But I was that was early on in my interviewing days, and I did a bad job of that. So I would love to interview him again. You're like, yeah, um, can I get a redo, yeah, David? Was if my, you're listening, my, can yeah. I? If you listen to it, you're probably like, that sucks. That's because I was bad. <laughs> not because he was bad. I was bad. Um, but like, it's not, you know, and and the reason I say it's not going to be politics is because I don't like. I'm not asking you your political views. Right. I'm not saying all this stuff. Like, 
I want to know who you are and if people can come to you and listen to this and figure out, oh, okay, maybe they like what they listen to, maybe they don't. But, like, it's not just, like, I'm going to blast you with, like, this person's views. Like, I'm yeah. never going to do that. But, um, yeah, when uh, when you posted, I guess, what was it, a few months ago that you were giving away your office desk, and I was like, <laughs> yes, I need a desk. I came and picked it up, and you were like, you know, I was like, what are you up to? Oh, I'm running for this. Like, well, let's do a podcast. Why yeah. not? So I'm glad we finally got I'm to do it. I'm glad the desk is... Yeah. When we are over, I will show you Tim's new desk and you mm. can be super jelly. Oh, it's being well used. It's <laughs> a podcast <laughs> desk now. I actually have a, de- I have a desk now in my office, not just an office, random office well, chair and some stuff. Go. So I appreciate no that. No more folding tables. No more folding tables because they scratch and make terrible noises. <laughs> they really do. They're awful. But uh, yeah, Christina has been awesome to have you on, share your story. Uh, and I wish you all the best for November and if it doesn't go the way, then I'm sure there's other plans out there. And then 2040, you'll be governor, <laughs> governor instead. Oh, I should have never said that. <laughs> I'm holding you to that. That's going to be awesome. But uh, no, I really appreciate you um, coming on the podcast. And yeah, I will post all the links to your social media and website Perfect. down below. So everyone can go click out, click on that and see in black and white what, all the stuff that you've done. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.